Do you want to hear my news? My big news? Uh, yes. Tell me. It's medium news. It's okay, not big. It's but medium. it's still news. Is it animal, vegetable, or mineral? <laughs> well, I guess I'd say it's an animal. <laughs> so. Is it a figurative animal, like a monkey on your back? It's a woman. Okay. I, I So I didn't see this initially. It was on Instagram in my DMs, but it was in my requests. And I don't really open those that often. I got added to a group called The Tracys, spelled T-R-A-C-I-E. Awesome. It says, hey, if I invited you to this chat, it means that your name is Tracy. Thought we could all chat and the best Tracy shall win. This right. is just for fun. LOL. They were, people were just saying like, hey, you know, everyone was like into it. So, okay. of course, I replied as soon as I saw it. Right. It's. I and mean, it's basically said, a support group. So I said, hey, sorry, I'm, t- I'm tardy for the Tracy party. And they were like, hi, you're welcome to it. And then I said, I just added Tracy from Love After Lockup to this group. Anyone watch that? Yeah. And so I was like, what's that about? Before I could even apply, Tracy jumps in. <laughs> says, what's up, people? And then posts a selfie. <laughs> and people are still like, I don't know who this is. Yeah, no one acknowledged her except me. Oh, my God. <laughs> She has done a really fucking weird contouring thing to her tits okay. in this photo right. that despite the insanely fuzzy filter she put on it, you can still see that she drew a bronze line on her chest okay. to make it. And you know what? And I will add this uh, photo to the Patreon. Okay. Patreon.com slash pot psychology. I think that she is probably the traciest of them all. She's the Tracy that got someone to tattoo, at least one person to tattoo Tracy on their body. So I feel like that automatically means you won. She's the Tracy who got away, came back, got away again, and never left our hearts the entire time. <laughs> yeah, she's the Tracy who smokes crack. I mean, it doesn't get more Tracy than that. <laughs> <laughs> so. so I said, Tracy, welcome. And she said, T-Y. And then (laughs) I didn't write anything back because I meant to and I forgot, which is also a real Tracy thing. Yeah. What do you think I should say to her? Hey, Tracy, it's Tracy. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Do you want to be on my podcast, LOL? Yeah, that's good. (laughs) All right, we'll see what she says back. I'm really excited to find out. Yeah, well, I think that's our intro. This is pot psychology. Yeah. This is what we're all about. (laughs) So that was medium news. It wasn't huge news. No, I I wouldn't say that qualifies as huge news. I'd say that qualifies. it's It's about as breaking as the latest audiobook I'm listening to. (laughs) What is it? Keith Richards. Oh, is it read by Johnny Depp? Uh, only like, like a few chapters. I'll tell you though, it's great, and I'm not gonna go too much into it right now till I'm done. But one thing I wanted to raise the question point. I have a point, and I'll phrase it as a question: Is do you think Keith Richards can say faggot? Does he say that? Yeah, he calls Little Richard a fag, and says fag again. And then he um, he calls Truman Capote a queen. He recounts a, a, a confrontation in which he <laughs> called Truman Capote like queen first, like you little queen or something. Um, I think that sounds accurate to me, though. Uh, that sounds accurate to me. I'll tell you what. Here's what I think. I think it's a case by case basis. Always. Here's why it didn't 
raise my hackles because they were called faggot. Like they, when they toured the South and they were these long haired Brits, like dressed in women's clothing, they were called faggots. And I feel like a good rule of thumb, while not entirely a law etched in stone, is if you've been called faggot, you can say faggot. I feel like that's just like an example of like when someone who's abused turns into an abuser. Yeah, except it doesn't, the way that he says it, it's kind of like a comfortable faggot you know it's like a uh, yeah yeah man like i've hung i've hung out with them all you know the way that he says it is that he's he sells it so that it's down it doesn't sting at all you know and there's an oh, art to I that see. you know um oh so he wasn't insulting little richard when he called him a fag no he was just being matter of fact describing he was, him he was talking about how amazing little richard was and how awesome he okay. was too all right that changes it for me i thought you meant i thought you meant like as an insult or whatever no he doesn't really insult people the thing about keith richards is that he's pretty affable i'm not into the stones as musicians but i'm really into them as rock stars yeah that's what I like about them. Yeah. They're good at that. They're the best. They did it right. No one's been better. Yeah. I, I mean, like literally superseded Only the Beatles one of them died, in some right? ways. Or did two of them die? Yeah. But the main core of Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Charlie Watts, and Ronnie Wood is still alive. Yeah. So they yeah, did yeah, it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Keith attributes his um, lack of death to the fact that he always did such pure heroin and cocaine because there was a program in England in the 60s where like heroin addicts would they could go pick up heroin at like a pharmacy or wherever, some kind of distribution center, but then they'd also give them pharmaceutical cocaine to like pick them back up, you know, as like a regulator. William Burroughs used to say that the reason why he, like he believed or he had a theory that people who are habitual heroin users, he had made it seem kind of scientific. Right, that that they were like preserved. Somehow. Yeah, they were regenerating cells in a way. There's some kind of science behind it. Right. And that's why he was living to be so old. Because he so. should he obviously should have died like decades before he did. No offense yeah. to him, although offense to him and his, you know, wife. Didn't he kill his wife? William Burroughs? Yeah. Well, it was Jack Kerouac. No, I'm pretty sure William Burroughs killed his wife and totally well, got away William with Burroughs it. William Burroughs was gay. Yeah, but he had a wife. Some gay guys do. Like he shot, he was trying to shoot an apple over her head, right? Oh, right, yeah. Without heroin and suffering from benzedrine abuse, Burroughs began to pursue other men as as his libido returned, while Volmer, his wife, feeling abandoned, started to drink heavily and mock Burroughs openly. One night while drinking with friends at a party above the American-owned bounty bar in Mexico City, a drunk Burroughs allegedly took his handgun from his travel bag and told his wife, it's time for our William Tell Act. Volmer, who was also drinking heavily and undergoing amphetamine withdrawal, allegedly obliged by putting a highball glass on her head. Burroughs shot Volmer in the head, killing her almost immediately. What is that saying of like... Don't shoot your wife in the head. <laughs> <laughs> You'll shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> God. Soon after the incident, Burroughs changed his account, claiming that he had dropped his gun and it had accidentally fired. Burroughs decided, according to Ted Morgan, to skip and return to the United States. He was convicted in absentia of homicide and was given a two-year suspended sentence. I guess you can really just kill people in Mexico back then. I, all that's to say that I'm, this is not necessarily a pro-Burroughs podcast. 
No, I don't feel like, I actually don't like any of the beat authors. Oh my I God, think on the road? Are, ugh. So boring. I read it all too. I read it. I, Me too. I read it. I read it as a teenager and I was like, God, this is boring. And I kept reading yeah, it and being like, thought. and being like, oh, God, like get to the point. And then they never got to the point. I was so yeah. mad when I read that book. And it also seemed so not fun, the stuff that they were doing. I was like, you're just going to sit in this train car? Miserable. Like, does people yeah. still read that book? I don't think people still read that book. If they you're, don't. Oh, okay. Let's, let's, uh, could someone uh, you know what if you okay if you were born after 2000 let me know if you know of on the road have read on the road or know of anyone who has read on the road that's around your age i actually i was gonna say if you were born after 2000 can you like get in touch regardless (laughs) oh that's a good idea your status with on the road i'd love to talk to someone that's 20 yeah 19 have you watched Mrs. America? No. Is it good? Ugh, it's so, so, so good. Really? It's so, it so, so good? I mean, I love it. It's. I mean, I don't know if other people that aren't as interested in second wave feminism would get it. You know? Do you know about Phyllis Schlafly at all? Kind of. She's this Catholic lady. She started the Eagle Forum. She, you know, got the ERA like she stopped it from being ratified right which is so stupid they were all fighting against their own interests right you know it has like an incredible cast it's like you know kate blanchett and um sarah paulson and uzu aduba nisi nash tracy ullman plays betty friedan right and she's incredible cool rose byrne is is so good as glorious dynam she like has that like soft kind of affect down this is all reminding me that I in college I took a class on protest and uh, given I just didn't know about the ERA and I'd heard it talked about but I'd never studied it. So when we were like re- when I was reading about it and I got to, like to the end of the chapter when the ERA doesn't pass, it felt like a total like twist, you know, or like it, like just like knocked me on my ass. Like I, I was like, what? <laughs> Like they were close to doing it, but then Phyllis Schlafly came in and she completely killed it. And the only reason why she like she wasn't even passionate about those beliefs. Like she didn't even really truly believe a lot of that stuff that she was like saying she was opposed to. She really only like took this on as her cause because it was like the only place that she could be that was useful to powerful men and she wanted to be in their orbit she's still around she alive no she's dead she's been dead and she has this gay son who like they were devoted to each other and i think that maybe like they like accepted his gayness but like not the lifestyle so i think it was like a real like he was probably fucking people on the side but like they were acting like he was like an abstinent gay you know what i mean right they were like catholic like that like you know like catholics like practice catholicism and then they like do other stuff yeah like they do stuff that's like (laughs) yeah i'm well aware (laughs) yeah it's such like it's so ridiculous because a lot of catholicism is based in that though is based on this idea of like okay we're gonna pretend to believe this even though we know it's not real (laughs) which is like (laughs) like the whole transubstantiation thing like how 
you're actually supposed Eating the to believe when body of Christ. The it's cannibalism. Body and blood of yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah. And like and right. then when I learned that it's not right. supposed to be it's symbolism, like, I was yeah. like, that's I think, yeah, I think around then I do remember like coming up against that myself and CCD and being like, eh, like I've been on board up until now, but like (laughs) I know what that is. I do do love a communion wafer. I think communion wafers and cum taste rather similar. It's like same palate, you know? Yeah. I was, I was, I was thinking about that. It's yeasty, right? Oh, yeasty. Interesting. I don't believe they're yeasty either because they're not risen. Ironically enough. Jesus is risen, but the wafers aren't. That should be the tagline. Uh, oh my god, you can buy communion wafers on Amazon. It's only twenty one dollars. Buy for a communion. Thousand. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, let's get them. Right. Are you going to send me oh, some, or should I yeah, get my I own? No, but maybe we can find some that have less in them. Well, I don't need a thousand communion wafers, although you know. Oh my god, <laughs> you'd find a way to use them. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about when the altar boys stole the wa- communion wafers yes. from the church? Yes. And you were, yeah. were dealing them like drugs, was it? Yes. They were selling them in the back of the school bus <laughs> for a nickel. <laughs> oh, I wanted to buy one so bad, but I think I like I, there was something in me that was like, that's bad. Right. That's a mortal sin. Yeah. You can't fuck with communion wafers. One of the boys like colored on his right. with highlighter yeah. and he made like different designs and they looked cool. And then there was that girl, Erica in fourth grade who for some reason she was weird. And for some reason she would always just bite her. And when I say she was weird, I mean, really weird. Okay. She would tell weird stories. She's always <laughs> doing something weird. Uh, Can you give any examples <laughs> at all? She told us in third grade that she was pregnant with twins and she had an abortion with one and they missed the other one and they didn't get it. She's talking and, about abortion but, in third grade. Did you know what that yeah, was? And she, I definitely would not yes, have Yes, because I had seen Dirty Dancing. Yeah, I saw Dirty Dancing too and was like, hmm, that seems odd that everybody's upset, but whatever. When are they going to dance again? <laughs> <laughs> you know. I asked my mom. She told me. I, I, think, I think it was probably something where I was like, I would rather not know at this point what that is. And I'm certainly not <laughs> going to ask my dad who took me to Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I remember begging. I begged to go to Dirty Dancing. And then like one day my dad was like, all right, we're going to do Dirty Dancing. And I was like, oh, my God. I never thought that would happen. You know, <laughs> it was like way late. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so Erica, you wanted to know how she was weird. One of the ways that she was weird was that there was mysteriously poop graffiti on the girls' bathroom walls in my grade school. What grade? I was in third grade when this was going on. It was a problem. And they had to like have people come in and talk to us about like hygiene. And then there had to be like a system device. What was your take on we it? Had were to... you amused or were you scared or were you sad? Or were I you... thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny and gross. I was like, who's playing with their poop? But when I saw that someone wrote a heart and then another time she wrote the word poop, I thought it was kind of funny. I remember I laughed when I saw it. anyway they found out that erica did it she's the one who's writing the poop on the walls so then in fourth grade she started threatening my friend tracy and was leaving death threats notes in her desk like saying you have this many days to live and there'd be like a number of dots (laughs) 
than Tracy showed her mom. She actually like left her work, like ha- like stopped everything, and in the morning like drove Tracy to school and like went to the principal's office. Our principal was this nun, Sister Mary, who was, you know, authoritarian. Oh, and l- lesbian. Oh yeah, I would say kind of like bulldike-y in right, a way. Right. Uh, definitely <laughs> forceful, forceful lady. Yeah. Um, strong, uh, physical. Right. <laughs> with the children <laughs> kind of lady right short she was really short but she was sturdy you know and so she tracy mom showed them these notes to sister mary and sister mary like you know stomped down the hall and then it came into the classroom and she like pointed her finger at erica and she was like you know get your things get your stuff you have to go and erica was like taking like so long to like put all of her books in her backpack and stuff she's like doing it like extra long and like really slow to put her arm in her jacket and so sister mary just like took the jacket like out of her hand she's like let's go like ripped it and when she did all of the halves of communion wafers that erica had bit <laughs> off and saved all fucking flew out of her pocket went on the floor which is such a big deal because then they have to like collect it in this like special napkin and then they have to bless it and then they have to burn it oh my god i know it's a big it's because it's the body of christ you know right i have to say though when going to catholic school i really like as much as the nuns were mean uh i loved hanging out in the convent with them after school like when it wasn't school hours i thought that they were funny they all loved to eat they had so many snacks and they would just like feed you junk food they had so much junk food that's all you know you could do when you're a nun i i always feel like like nuns are a thing that the catholic church got right mostly there are not a lot of nun scandals they do they like take care of people and do you know, community work, you know, uh, yeah. they, they kind of set the tone in so many ways and are so unsung. Uh, it's not what the Catholic Church got right. It's just that it's just women who do it. So it's just women who so are just, just doing their own thing. Naturally better. Yeah. It's women who are segregated really from society. Right. Like in a way. In terms of like what I've observed, it just seems like the nuns... Um, live up to the ideals of the Catholic church in ways that are better than most groups or any of the priests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> At this point, I can't believe that like anybody supports that racket. It's just like, I know. and I'm not talking about beliefs. You believe what you believe, but the organization of that, how corrupt and how many yeah. how many children's lives were ruined? Like, it's so. I've told you about it, the priest that was investigated. That's like part of the like Philly, the Archdiocese of Philly's like whole scandal. Like his name is included in it. Yeah. Um. I, but I've told you that story about him, right? When he like said something inappropriate to me, and I was like, no. I clocked it. I was in fourth grade. Oh, another fourth grade story. Tales from a fourth grade nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Tales from a fourth, fourth grade, grade something. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. So Father Pete was like 
really charismatic and fun and funny and he seemed a lot younger than the other priests was he, was, like, he hot cool to hang out was with. he like was he no, no no he looked like woody allen right he was short and had like he had kid toucher glasses you know those yeah, kinds sure sure um they were like brown tortoise shell with those two bars in the middle right you know but he was funny and he like would ride his bike around and he would like play sports with us and he would like hang out with us and he had good jokes and he was the thing about him more than anything is that he seemed really, <laughs> I mean, obviously, but really, really interested in the kids. I was like, budding feminist, I was annoyed that Father Pete spent a lot of his time or more of his time with the boys because he was in charge of the altar boys. And I need, wanted to get FaceTime in with him. Right. So I had all these personal pan pizzas saved up from the Book It <laughs> uh, program. <laughs> Because I always, always, always did my book. I asked him to go get pizza with me on this Friday that we had off because it was like some sort of like teacher's conference day. So then he was like, okay, I'm going to be saying 11 o'clock mass. Why don't we go? Because Pizza Hut was right across the street from the church. And so I went to church at 11 a.m. On a Friday, on, on a my Friday. day off. Yeah, then after bullshit. at like noon, we went, to, we went to Pizza Hut and we were eating. And... For some reason, we were talking about like movies that we like or videos or something. I, I was telling him that I like to watch MTV, I guess. And he was like, you know what I like to watch on MTV? Do you know that share video? If I could turn back time. And at the time, it, this was when they only showed that video. After, after nine? After like midnight I, no, or something? No, no, I think, it was nine, nine? I think it was 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah. And then he asked me if I've seen it. And I was like, yeah. Because like, of course I'd seen it. <laughs> but... I thought it was in my in my mind. I was like, "That's not right." That he asked me about that. That's an adult. That's a weird thing for an adult to talk about with a kid. <laughs> I've I've seen how her vagina's covered. <laughs> no, I was like, "That's sexy stuff," you yeah. know. Like you're not supposed to be like talking about that with a kid, and especially like you know, I don't even know you, right? <laughs> like that exactly. Then when I went home, I was just like, "That he's weird. First of all, him telling me that he loves Cher uh, didn't really convey to me that he was straight. Right. Um, were, were, so. was, was, that, was that suspect to you even then? No. Now looking back on it. Now looking back I, on at it. At the time, I just thought it was a sexy thing he was trying to talk about. Well, maybe he just right. like had a, he like knew I was a fag hag in training. Or maybe, I mean, you know be. what? Father Pete was my first gay friend. I was just wondering, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I never even made that connection before. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. He was really funny and he had good taste, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? I do there must have been straight men who were attracted to share looking oh, like that, yeah. right? So All what those sailors? what's, what's... <laughs> I just just like to talk I would you know what if you are a straight man who found yourself turned on by the if I could turn back time video and you're listening to us now drop us a line oh but I just want to add one last thing about father Pete yeah is that I realized when I was older and I was reading about him when the news came out that he was part of this huge lawsuit and part of this huge cover-up and that he had been because that's what ended up happening at my school was that he was whisked away suddenly um out of nowhere so was he i mean did he, everyone was crying did he people were so upset molest children 
Yes. And it, yeah, he's well, part of the whole, he, his name so is specifically ridiculous. mentioned. They just moved him to a different parish it's in the same so diocese. Insane. They did that so I know. much. It's just like, I know it's like, it, it, this is like, it, it, it's like exorcism. You know what I mean? It's like people who are, are like in charge of people's psychology that have no understanding of what that even means. You know, yeah. it's, it's totally ridiculous that like, it's that would disgusting. be the solution. It's so gross. I'm sorry. You believe every single thing that the Catholic church preaches, but the organization is corrupt. And I think all the stuff they preach also is a bunch of, bullshit i think that like things like telling your neighbor peace be with you are wonderful lessons i i believe in certain i believe in sacrifice and ritual i i understand the importance of it i know why people turn to religion in general because i watch the leftovers and (laughs) (laughs) uh like i'm not (laughs) i'm not like anti every single thing i think that i love the smell of incense you know what I mean? like i love it i would i would go i would oh i do oh i would go I to don't church like I'm, street incense but i love catholic incense. it's like that it's good different. shit it's that like good shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i remember having time having moments like the most panicked moments of my life where i was on the altar and my sister was in church making a face and it was just like, I'm going to laugh. It's going to happen. It's just going to come out. What am I going to do? <laughs> oh, my Wait, God. Wait, how much would you make if you did weddings or funerals? What do you mean if I did? Oh, uh, like $5 or something like that. Oh, that's it? Yes. That was one of the things that I really hated was that boys got to be ultra boys. And then they got to skip class. And they got to get tips. They would always brag about the, the, like getting tips for weddings and funerals. And yeah. they get to miss class to do weddings and funerals, which was like, it just sucked to not get to do that. The only reason I was an altar boy was because it made church slightly less boring. That was my entire, like, that's why I did it. You know, I was like, at least you get to like do a few more things than just stand up and sit down and kneel. Because I've really had a hard time. I had the worst time with how boring church was. And it really... So fucking boring. It affected my life in such a way that I just have ensured ever since then that I'm never bored. I've just packed my life with things not to be bored by. I think the Catholic Church is the reason that I'm so obsessed with pop culture. Show me something good. There, I do appreciate, you know, the sort of the theatricality of a mass. But uh, I don't know. Let me throw to the bonus episode, which is like, you know, we're just going to keep talking. So I'll, I'll for those who haven't listened to the last week's bonus episode and perhaps don't subscribe, so can't or won't, um, we talked about <laughs> uh, we talked about becoming <laughs> Debbie Mazar completists uh, last yes. bonus episode or two bonus episodes ago, I believe, actually, at this point. And now we're going to do that by talking about the doors the oliver stone 1991 movie uh that i'm very excited to talk about i have many thoughts about and none of them are good i I remember being confused by it when i was younger uh and feeling that way now (laughs) (laughs) so we're going to talk about that and i guess answer questions did we get more questions did we ask for more questions yeah we have a lot of, we have a lot of questions we have a lot of questions so we're going to do that and so if you want to join us you can sign up on patreon patreon.com slash pot psychology 
And also, something we haven't said in a while is that you should somehow rate this and maybe write a review, uh, whatever that means to you. If it means write a review in your heart and send it no further, that's fine. But um, but we'd actually like it if you like took that from your heart. If you and could put rate us, just tap it, just tap, just tap it on the phone. Just tap, tap it, on, it, tap it, tap it, tap it on the phone. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I don't tap know. it. Have you ever? Rich, have you ever rated us? Um, no, I don't. I don't. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know how. What? I, I, mean, I just told you. But I'm Tappa. I'm Go biased. It. Do it now. <laughs> I rate it all the time. What do you do? You go to podcasts, and then you look us up. Pot Psychology. Okay, this is on Apple, right? I don't. I don't use Apple. Yes, I use Apple Podcasts. I can't connect right now, so I can't rate us, but one day I will. And you know what? Rich. <laughs> well, let me just tell you. I'll give us five stars. How could you ask people to do something that you wouldn't do? Because it's not for me to say. But um, I ha- It is. I'm having a good time. If you don't love yourself, who will? I don't know. Good question. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Um, it's the greatest love of all. Well, I'm not inclined to vote for myself in any particular way. I just like like to throw it out there in the universe and have the universe sorted out. Um, but now that I think of it, I will because even though I am biased, I have such a good time doing this that it's a total five-star experience for me and that's all that matters. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is five stars. <laughs> I couldn't. I certainly couldn't choose a lower ranking. So thanks for being my five-star friend. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, bye guys. I hope you enjoy this music. It's got to be a good one. They've, they're all good ones. <laughs> so that's that. Goodbye. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way, I'd take back those words that'll hurt you, and you'd stay. Rides like a knife, it can cut deep inside Words are like weapons, they wound sometimes I didn't really mean to hurt you